Welcome to SB Pod. Stanford Steve is here. How are you? Excellent. You? I'm good. Card is lengthy. It's good. It's always good when I have a card. I oh, the outline. Up. Yeah, got just got, got to keep it buttoned up. Mm-hmm. Because if there's one thing that the Texans six-year-old football team learned, it's that not having a play sheet is a problem. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to that. Mm. We'll get to that. Yeah, I got a lot of questions. Okay. I feel like that who's good in the NFL, we, it, it, we do it. Everyone that has a podcast is sort of in the same spot. But in the middle of October, as we approach Halloween weekend, We've seen enough football to have an idea. And yet, let me just start with the New York Giants. Is that a good team? They're good. Okay. Right. You said that like broccoli. It's good. <laughs> Not oh, like I love you. broccoli. Yeah, I, I, I like it too. Steamed? Yeah. Little what lemon other, what pepper? Other, what other ways are having? Uh, can't, you, can't you boil it or something? I don't know. I just steam it. Like you cook it in water. Yeah. But I, I put it in a steamer. Oh, okay. Anyway, you didn't say it like, yeah. Like it wasn't, they're not ice cream good. Like, yeah, give me some of no. that. No. And yet, what am I supposed to say about them? That they're not good? I just don't know how long you can keep winning games like they did against Green Bay, against Baltimore against Jacksonville. I mean, if you want to keep relying on fourth quarter magic tricks, well, at some point, that hat of yours is going to run out of rabbits. All that said, Giant fans, you're six and one. No one's saying, I'm not saying you're not good. I'm just saying you and Minnesota are great examples of teams with really good records who when I'm saying in the old days of Rosillo and Tears, we're not putting you in... Wilco, if you remember that tier, <laughs> you're a long way from poop town, but I just don't know. I just don't know what to do with teams like that. And, but I'd rather be you than Green Bay or Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they have double the wins. Do they sure. stink? Does Green Bay, did, did, did you watch any of Tampa? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Carolina's defense is nice. They are. They, they, have, they have pieces, and that, that's what's going to be interesting to me. Uh, trade deadline coming up. I know people don't think about it as much as we talk about baseball or NBA trade deadline, but I think the Panthers like might be done. I mean, you you look at the defensive side. You got you got a top pick in, in Horn, who's a who's a cornerstone. Burns. I don't like if they're going to get don't, that from don't McCaffrey. Trade don't trade him. No. So you got a D end. You got a corner. You got a receiver and DJ Moore. I mean, that's three pretty good pieces right there that I would feel good about going moving moving forward. Now, unless somebody you know goes crazy with with, with some offers, I mean, how much the McCaffrey trade talk changed from two first and then Burns possibly was two first, and then you see what they get for McCaffrey. I mean, I, that that was an overhaul, and that I that was great for them. Then they go out and win against Tampa, so. I think they might be done. I know people were talking about they're they're selling after you know fire sale. I, yeah. I don't think so. I, I think there's too much good young on that roster. But but with respect, Carolina is a topic. It, Tampa Bay is the topic. They, they okay. what are they? 
that Tom Brady, they got in the red zone and Brady on three straight downs. Just it looked it looked a mess. Yeah. We all understand he doesn't like to be pressured. No quarterback does. Mm -hmm. But it's just I've said he looks joyless. That's continues. I wonder how different that game is if Evans hangs on to that bomb first first series. I really wonder. Mm-hmm. And I know it's idiotic to say with 13-30 to go in the first quarter, does a game change? That mm-hmm. one did. Because they go up 7-0 on that, and everybody's everybody's happy. Yeah. Everything, now we're good. Here we go, fellas. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. But I don't know. They, I watched a bunch of the Washington game. They were in town, left hand up, who were winning, mm-hmm. commanders. Rogers, I mean, broken is broken's a word you use when you're beyond repair. I don't think broken's the right word, but so limited offensively. Again, I just it's so strange to me. It's so strange to well, see those quarterbacks look the way they look because we've never seen it. That's that's right, that's what's right, crazy. Right. Okay, and that's, pe- yeah, people can't say and what they've been able to do. And why they've been so great. They've been able to adapt. Mm-hmm. And right now, they can't adapt because they don't have anybody up front that can keep them upright consistently. So when you look at what they're doing, you know, the, you know, Evans drops the bomb. Buccaneers can't run for anything. So how do you go about that? When when the Brady was the best ever at play action. If why yeah. why am I going to respect the run action when you I'm can't not, run the ball? Yeah. You know, you're screwed. So now his timing is all messed up because now he's got to go all quick throws. Does he have the guys that could separate right away? I think you've seen people take that stuff away. And then what happens when you take away first and second read? Pressure gets to you because you don't have a good old line. And then on the other, Green Bay, I, I've, I'm have i I'm really confused because, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there watching with Hasselbeck and, 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 you know, it's 20, you know, it's 14-3. And then, you know, the commanders just start doing their thing. Their defense has played lights out, you know, going back the last couple of weeks. They played over their heads. They try hard, which is always great to see. And I wish I could say that about every team, but we don't. But you look at their plan and they go fourth down and they 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 draw it up for one of those quick outs to Dobbs, who doesn't have a catch on the day. And Sammy Watkins doesn't block his guy. He runs a route. So the guy stuffs him, can't catch it. And I'm just like, you have Aaron Jones, you have Dylan, you have a guy, a tight end in, in Tunyon that he loves. And that that's what you go. Game on the line, that's what the Packers drew up and went with. I, I don't know. I, I don't feel like the quarterback and head coach who calls the plays are on the same page there. And I sure as hell um, feel like there could be something with Tampa because Brady has always had a plan. And I don't know if Brian, Byron Leftwich has ever been here. And I think that's a factor in that. So I think it's it's a combination of problems between the person calling the plays and that quarterback, knowing what they have and not being able to adapt as much. It's all interesting. Their records, you know, if you are what your record says you are, their record says they're sub 500. And that's typically not what they And the been. Buccaneers are in first place. There's also that. <laughs> so is Seattle. Yeah. I said I I I did Dave Pash's podcast and, and I, I was talking about Seattle and said good for them. And I said, you know, when you say good for them, it feels patronizing like you're 
patting a little kid on the head going, good for you mm. over there with your math tables. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not trying to be patronizing. It's just that before the year, they trade away Russell and Geno Smith's your starter. And let's be honest, Geno was, was like a guy on inside the NBA and like who he played for. Mm-hmm. It was not a guy that was uh, seen as a starting quarterback. What do you have, six starts in five years or five and six, whatever it was. Yeah. He was a guy you had around in case in case of emergency break glass. Well, now he's playing well, and they're four and three. And good for them. Uh, I just, again, I are, are we talking about a good football team? I don't know. I thought the Chargers were going to be good. They haven't looked good once this year. Mm-mm. Not once. And I understand Allen's hurt. Now Mike Williams is hurt. But, I mean, every team in the NFL could say so-and-so is hurt. Every single team. Exactly. And next man up's cliche, but that's what it is. Look at the Panthers. They went with Walker as their quarterback, and he's going to be the quarterback moving forward. So cry me a river, man. Figure it out. Exactly. And, exactly. And no one not, cares. No, no one. Was the old Lou Holtz line, the 90% don't care, and the other 10% are happy that it's happening to you. So, <laughs> so I mean, the Chargers, that, that game that game was so eye-opening just watching it because it's – um, and it's funny because – fantasy can be the type of thing where, oh, I've got this guy starting, so you're paying attention. So you're paying attention to each side. You're, you're actively consuming the game in terms of that, which makes you pay attention. And as you, the longer you watch, like, what are the Chargers doing? On What do they do well? That's the thing I keep asking myself about all these teams. Well, I mean, you know what the Giants do well? They hang around and, and win late. Great. That's an awesome trait to have. No one's saying that's a bad thing. But you talk about what's sustainable. Can you keep doing that? It's hard to do in the NFL. But it's a hell of a lot harder if you're don't doing any if you're not doing anything well, and the Chargers aren't doing anything well. And I, I don't know. That's seeing a team like Cincinnati who looked a little iffy earlier this year just have a game where they looked like that. Mm-hmm. Burrow threw for four eighty, right? Boyd, Chase, Higgins, everyone's doing their thing, and those are the type of Sundays that good teams t- have. Not every week, but from time to time, the kind of game where you just like, all right, that's what your good looks like. I just feel like so many teams in the NFL so far through seven games just haven't put a tape out. That's that's what their good looks like. And so Brady said it week, a few weeks back, it's just a lot of bad football. It really is. It's the weirdest NFL season I can remember in, I don't know, ever. Well, it goes back to the teams I trust. And that, that's when I was you know watching games yesterday. And two of the best teams in football, the Eagles and the Bills, are not playing. And then so now you eliminate that so you don't have to watch them while you're watching others play. And I just – I look at Kansas City. that I, I trust them. Of course. But you go down the list. I don't know if there's how, any others. How long is the list? I mean – I think that's it. I, I really do what? because the, – The play this week. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because – I, I trust Dallas. To, I trust Dallas's defense. And that, that's what I'm saying. I was going to get to them. Like, I trust the Bengals' offense. I trust the Cowboys' defense. I don't trust what they're going to do week to week. Vikings, well, yeah, I mean, like, look, Dak, you know? Dak, Dak said it himself. I mean, that t- take his name off those stats. That's a Cooper Rush game. He had mm-hmm. one touchdown. It was it was under two minutes to go in the game, and they were ahead 17-6. Mm-hmm. They didn't win because of him. No. They didn't win because of Cooper Rush. Okay, they didn't win because of Dak either. They won because their defense is hellacious. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm not taking anything away from the New York teams, but they've done what they needed to do to win games. So that's a credit to them. Now, this NFL season – when you're in this record, that turns into a marathon because you never, you haven't been here. 
You haven't no, been look, here with these with this group of guys. And, you and can't now pos- you really now you really find out. You can't and, possibly trust the Jets. Look at their schedule. Huh. Look at their schedule. Here's their next month and a half. Patriots, Bills, Patriots, Bears, at Vikings, at Bills. So those are the next six. Mm-hmm. Two, four, that's the next six. So mid-December, you're five and two, awesome. It sucks for Brees Hall. It sucks for Vera Tucker. Those are two massively important pieces. So you lose two, two, two incredibly significant pieces on your offense, and now you get ready to play six games against outside of the Bears. You know, it's heavy hitters. Yeah. And whatever the Patriots record is, the Patriots still look at you and go, you're the Jets. Yep. No doubt. And their fans, though, more, more so. But, you know, Miami, can't trust. Not yet. No, no. way. Uh, they're not there. You know, the Browns, good God, uh, find another way to lose a game. Uh, Tennessee, you know what you're getting there. I don't know if it's good enough to They'll win fight late you. in the season. They'll fight you. We love, but we love Vrabel. But th- I mean, I joked around on Sports Center. I said, kind of like Vrabel. Maybe not the prettiest thing in the world, but they'll fight you. I, I think, I think Vrabel's very pretty. He's a, he's a handsome man. Stallion. Uh, there you uh, go. But no, just one more thing. Just going back at Seattle. Yeah. I just, isn't it? It's fun. Like when you think of Pete Carroll, I think of I think of the old USC teams, just you know, high fiving, smacking the gum, running up and down the sidelines, and they were scary because they knew you were you feared them. And I'm not saying anybody fears the Seahawks, but now you see without that ego at the quarterback position, and he just drained everything out of that team. The energy, look how much fun they're playing. They're playing. They're having. Yeah. Playing. Yeah, no, I, I look. It's, and, and it's, it's just, obvious. it's just, it's refreshing. Really, really refreshing because that's that's what I think of with Pete Carroll, and I just didn't get that the last couple of years. Denver, meanwhile, has one hundred points through seven games. <laughs> just incredible. I mean, they didn't have they didn't have Russell last week, but they had him. They had him plenty, and they don't score a lot of points. Mm. Um, it's an odd season. Really odd yeah. NFL season thus far. But, yeah, that's why Kansas City, like, they, San Francisco gets a bunch of guys back on defense. That defense is frightening. They put 44 on them. Have mm. some. Down yeah. 10. Down 10, win by 21. Nobody does that in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes does over and over again. And that's, that's that, you know, th- there's, it's similar to Alabama in, 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 in this way. They might lose, but they don't ever get their ass kicked. No, you just they and the ever, ever, and it's different because obviously one's the NFL, one's college, but it's just it's you you might beat them, but it's scary the whole time, and you just hang on, hang on to your butts against a team like that. Before we move on, there's a new ESPN podcast I want to mention, and it's a guy who he came by a few years back. He did our show, and I thought this guy's going to be a star in media whenever he chooses to be. The CJ McCollum Show. Every week, New Orleans Pelican star C.J. McCollum discusses names and storylines in and around the NBA with perspective from inside the locker room and on the floor. You can follow the C.J. McCollum show wherever you are listening to this podcast. Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. 
As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Speaking of college, yeah. got a bunch. I got a bunch of stuff written down. I, I, I don't know if, if none of it's necessarily specific game related to last week. It's more. That's a little more. Who's good there too? But just what's what's the topic that's front of mind for you in college football? TCU. How good are they? Mm-hmm. It's not their fault. Quarterbacks get hurt when they play them. Nope. But we'd like to see it play against a starter for four quarters, especially when we have the other side ahead 28 to 10. <laughs> Nothing personal. Thought we were going seven and two and winners. And then like, wait, who's this guy? How do we? Does, it's Monday. Do we know what happened to Martinez yet? No, thanks. Thanks for that great broadcast. I mean, good God. Get a runner and get down to the sideline. That SID must be laughing. It's like they don't have anybody here. I wonder why they're doing a broadcast. Our quarterback's out. How does that work? It's it's 2022. Come need on. Side, they just need an update on what the deal was. Okay, so but but about them. I mean, they've had a month of, of big games in a row. They've won them all. Went to beat the crap. Well, they didn't beat the crap out of Oklahoma. They beat Oklahoma. Then they beat Kansas. And then they beat Oklahoma State. And then they beat, and they beat uh, Kansas State. And they've erased some significant deficits. And now they go to West by God, Virginia. <laughs> Are you all familiar with the song called Hurricane Season by Trombone Shorty? It accompanies a segment called Winners. Mm. Now, I God. went against TCU last week, and it was not a winner, but you can be sure I'm going to have West by God, Virginia. That's how I feel about the Giants in the NFL, because I'm I'm going to have Seattle. I know that. Anyway. Well, yeah, and you had Jacksonville, and you lost yeah. because, I mean. Right side. Anyway, they were right side. I, I agree. They were better most of the game. Why don't why do NFL coaches hate points? That's I a don't whole get other. it. I don't. I, I it's that's a whole different podcast. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I mean, but good but, but do you do you doubt TCU? Heck, no, not now. Neither do I. I mean, I, I I have because I didn't think it was sustainable. But that offense is real. And good God, can we rank them higher? Like, well, who else has done what they've done? Nobody. In the last- what? That that people. Come on. I roll my eyes at the SEC bias conversation, but if if an SEC team has had done what they did, they'd be ranked higher. One, they'd be ranked one. That's what they would be doing. And I'm not saying they should be ranked one. I, I hear you, but, but they'd be higher. On. They'd be higher than what are they right now? Six. I think they're seven. That's stupid. They're behind Alabama. I mean, 
if Bama played TCU, they'd be favored. So, I mean, I have a hard time with that one. But hey, I'll take my share against Alabama this year. That defense that they TCU score on them all day. Yeah. Uh, I, but I, I, but I, I don't want to bog, get bogged down in that. Although no. I do have a conversation of who would you rather play that involves two teams in a minute. Okay. Uh, but they, look, TCU's put it on tape, man. And, and the Big 12 still standing. The Pac 12 loses its unbeaten team last week. But mm-hmm. if, if, if you're allowed to lose in other conferences and get better, right, you can absorb it like a punch. Then mm-hmm. Oregon's game against Georgia week one, where they got obliterated. Look at them now. Mm-hmm. You want to play them now? Mm-mm. Buckle up. No. So I just wonder, are, is, is a team like that going to be allowed to have a loss? Because mm-hmm. you're allowed to lose in the SEC. You know, it's fine. You're allowed to lose mm-hmm. because you get you get benefit of the doubt. It's been earned. I'm not anti that conference. But I just think that if you're watching Oregon play week in and week out, they've gotten better from week one. And they needed to, but they have. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I don't know. It's the, the, it's, when you lose the way they lost, that, that gets held against you in a different way. And, it, and maybe, it, it, not maybe, it should. I mean, like Bama lost to Tennessee, and it, that was a coin flip game. They lost by three. It was met. It was had a field goal to win. Should have should have bled the clock and made it either we win or lose on this kick. They didn't, and it, they paid the price. Um, but as you look around the landscape for that other team, right? Because mm-hmm. you got you got Ohio State, you got Michigan. One of those two separates. Yeah, I think you've got Georgia, Bama, Tennessee, and there's that fun round robin that gets involved. Um, and there's others there because there's plenty of landmines you could trip on along the way, but that's what you got there. Same thing in the Big 12. There's a million different places you could trip and stub your toe. Yep. But it's just musical chairs for sort of that perceived fourth seat, which before the rankings even come out, it's dumb because things have a way of a, of, of figuring themselves out. Mm-hmm. I just think it's fun, Steve, that I feel like there are way more teams right Absolutely. now Absolutely. that we're talking about. That unlike the NFL, where we say, are you good? I'm like, I think they might be good. No doubt. And when you go back, and I've said it for a month now, we've had a rank versus rank game in the Pac-12 for a month. It's been awesome. It's it's great because I've played in those venues. I know what it's like when those teams are good. It's so much fun uh, to, go, to go on the road in that conference and see it. And you got to see what Oregon brings to the table there. And, yes, they're going to get that loss by Georgia – hung over their head the whole year. But that's plenty of motivation for a team that has so many new faces in that program. And you could see it's like, that's fine. We we know we lost to Georgia. We're going to go beat whoever we play. And they got a couple more monster home games with Utah coming in and Washington coming in, which is a real, real heated rivalry. But it's just fun to see all these teams up there and teams that have a chance and it's going to be really, really interesting because if I'm the loser of Ohio State, Michigan, and I'm going to be looking at everybody's going to be talking about the one loss team in, in, in the SEC that gets left out. I got to be like, you know, hold on here. Like, why, why aren't we deserving? What makes that what makes that decision? Uh, you know, so 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 much of a benefit for them. So there are there's a ton more games uh, to be played. And now you find out, you know, now you find out what you have. Uh, most teams already had their bye week. Bama's got theirs. in uh, for the first time in since 2019, this morning, I th- thought about the idea of LSU matching up with 
Alabama and and if they could do it. And now it's announced it's going to be a night game. We've been there for those. There's nothing like it in the sport. And I, I, I mean, LSU with a bye week now, and they always get the bye weeks before. That is going to be so much fun because I, I don't want to put our business on the streets, but there's been talk about someone down there scrambling the uh, Bayou Air Force. Oh, we might need to try to make a we might need might need to try to make a play. Although I think if I go down there, I'm afraid somebody from the athletic department is going to ask me for a check because I said I'd pay the fine if they played neck and they played it. I just wear I a disguise. I'll just get a disguise. Yeah. I blend, a I, oh, it's Halloween season. You get a wig. I blend in very easily wherever I go. <laughs> LSU, uh, thanks, by the way, for coming up big for some winners. I could, I had no read on them. That, that, that Tennessee win that they have down there, just Tennessee win over LSU looks more and more impressive over time. Some weird stuff happened in the special teams, but whatever. Tennessee was better by a lot that day. Mm-hmm. And LSU, I mean, that, I think it's two straight since the Tennessee game. They've started two true freshmen at tackle. And look at what they're doing running the football. And when I think about the matchup, I think about LSU's talent and defensive line because Alabama's offensive line is not what we're accustomed to. Not vintage. Now, the guy getting the snap, good Lord. he I mean, he just does things that that are just unbelievable to watch. So you're going to have to deal with him for 60 minutes, and we saw Tennessee do it. Uh, but, hey, they're going to get their crack. And I, it's just something that popped in my head this morning. Uh, that I thought about with both of those teams being on a bye week. Uh, but, like, just going back to TCU, like if TCU played Clemson right now, who are you picking? Mm, T- TCU because of their offense. Me too. That's the question that I was that I was going to get to when it comes to Clemson. They, they win a game against Syracuse where Syracuse had a double-digit lead on them. Yeah. There's a one call that really turned the game, I think, uh, against Syracuse. Still had a chance late, didn't. Mm-hmm. Let a lot of time get off the clock. I was—I don't know what they were doing. You—you no. um, you can't, you can't dilly dally. You want to beat Clemson, you got to beat them. Can't kind of wish it to be right. Hope's not a plan. Got to have a plan. But if you—if we're talking about who's got more pros, the answer is obvious. Uh, if we're talking about who's got more of a rep, the answer is way obvious. Mm-hmm. But if I ask you, who would you rather play Saturday? out of the ACC, Clemson or Wake Forest, who would you rather play? Clemson, because they don't bring a fearing offense to the table. And I get it. They made the move to Klubnik. He came in, but they didn't win because he threw the ball over the yard. That's no, and, didn't and win. Dabo said, Dabo said DJ's our quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. I think the thing about the thing about college football that that scares you to death is does, does what are they doing offensively, and can we slow it down? I don't know if people know what Wake does. I don't even know if they know who their quarterback is. And yeah, I know Clemson went into the into the snake pit that is Winston Salem, and they got an overtime victory. So yeah, yeah, they beat they beat Wake. Yep, they did. But that that's a coin flip game. And Sam Sam Hartman is the name of their quarterback. If you're yes. not familiar. And they run this mesh scheme that that they others are trying to adapt. They do it better than anybody else, and it's just it's just such a pain in the ass to play against. And they score tons of points every week. And so I don't know that this is a 
are they're better than. I'm just saying I'd rather play Clemson because I might have a chance because they might struggle on offense some. Whereas right. if I play Wake, I have to be buttoned up on offense because if I'm not, I'm down by 14 because mm. Wake's just going to play the fight song all freaking day. And they're what are they? They're 10 or they were yep. close to that? Tied for 10 with SC. Oof, right. Those are two offenses. They really are. They got Wake's got some game. Wake's got some games the rest of the way, but like you and I have already had this conversation. I don't know who Clemson's losing to. I don't see. I don't see a loss on their schedule. Are the Echoes going to wake up in South Bend? No, mm, I don't think so. They lost to you. All due respect. Fact. You mentioned mesh scheme. Yeah, offensive scheme. Wait, not yet. Not yet. Okay. I have one last thing. <laughs> um, A and M. And Miami. Okay. Talked about both those programs at some point earlier in the pod, in the pod. I don't know what to say about them. But I and originally I had it written down to ask you what which is which has been sort of more disappointing. Mm-hmm. But the answer is obvious because Cristobal's in his first year there to be reasonable, you've got to give the guy some time. You don't just press a button and have everything be the way you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about. Everyone can sell optimism. Everyone can do the social media. Everybody can do the recruiting bit and say it's great. But it isn't. You've lost at home to Middle Tennessee, Duke, and North Carolina, and you've lost on the road to AM. Okay? Mm-hmm. Already. You still have games to come. It can be fine eventually. It's just not what you thought it would be immediately. It's not just an immediate, we're good now. Jimbo's in his fifth year at AM. And all that talk about what they got, and and they got an incredible haul of players, and they've recruited at a high level for years. He's in his fifth year. You've got to be more than this now. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what... I don't assume anyone's talking about they want to make a change. I mean, it would cost them $94 million or something. I don't, mm-hmm. and they've got more money than God, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't know what it is. And I don't know when, I don't know when they reach a tipping point where they're just saying, they'll just say, this is, this isn't good enough. We can't just keep being fifth in the West. How similar do you, th- this is, this is what I came up with. Okay. I was just racking my brain like, what have we seen this? And the answer is no, because we haven't seen a coach get a $100 million contract. But I'm just trying to rack my brain with like schools, big name schools that are super frustrated and are kind of, you know, they're just in a situation we haven't seen. And I go back to Michigan when Harbaugh got there, right? Uh-huh, right. They, they couldn't beat Ohio State. Yeah. Had to beat Ohio State. Uh, you know, they talked about the players not being good enough and had to recruit better. But what ultimately had to happen was the head coach had to take a, a sip of some humble juice and assess things in the staff. And what did he do? He went out and changed guys that were calling plays. And what do you know? It happens. Went to the playoff. They went to the playoff. So that's that's what's going to happen. They're not. They're not paying it's, 80 millions, whatever, on the on the yeah. buyout. Here's He's the tough, got, here's the tough thing, though. I think that there what I talk a lot about competitive arrogance, which doesn't bother me. In fact, I like it. Mm-hmm. And I think a guy like Jimbo has competitive arrogance because he's accomplished it. 
Harbaugh hadn't in college football, right? Now, granted, guy went to the Super Bowl, <laughs> different, yeah. different, different kind of thing. Um, and, but he, in college, he he had been humbled because he couldn't beat that one team. Mm-hmm. And then they did. They got to a playoff, took a step forward, and they're a really good team this year. Um, in Jimbo's case, I think you've done it, and you were you're paid at a new place because of what you did at an old place. And I think it's hard to humble yourself, but I would think at some point you've got to be, you've got to have self enough self-awareness about your circumstance to say this ain't, you know, it's not good enough. You have to. Mm -hmm. So, you know, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. I guess. I mean, that's what they say. Um, I just, I, that they fascinate me because I mean, I think I've told this story before, like going there once to see it and it's an interesting place and they incredibly well-funded and hotter it, than hell. It, it It is warm. I've been there more than once, been there several times. Uh, it was very warm when we went there. That is true. Uh, but wanting to be great, having the funds to spend that that's not the reason you're not great. That's all there, mm-hmm. but they're not great. And I just, I don't know. It's very, very interesting to me. How long do you get doing this? I don't know. Hey, in today's college football culture, that's, that's, it's amazing. Like people are just pouncing. I went, I think it was, I don't know, 1030. I went on, check some scores on Twitter and it's just A&M just trash. I'm like, Wow, people just love when this team loses. And I just, to me, I, I I get it. People want to make a big deal, and they're mad about how much money he gets and, and this and that. I I think it's it's pretty simple, and, that, and that's the move that has to be made. And I think it's – I thought he did a great job uh, losing Elko, who's doing an unbelievable job at Duke. Yep. Uh, and he goes out and gets DJ Durkin, who's a guy I think the world of. And let, that defense – I mean, that place – they go down 17 nothing in the blink of an eye, and that place is going mayhem because South Carolina never beaten AM. I think there's a possible trophy on the line. And they they battled, man. They battled. You have talent on the roster. I think of it's course. one move, one move okay. that needs to be made. Okay. And uh I think Stop. that's I think that's it. All right. Now my say that's the that, that's the thing that must be the most frustrating is be, you're not miles away. Correct. But it doesn't make but a difference. Every, in, a, in a world where you might as well be blown up, when things are might, bad, they, they get blown up worse. They're, they're under five. You're sub five hundred. Come on, yeah. you didn't. You didn't. Whatever that. Whatever that last class got or didn't get in nil money. And by the way, you, you don't need to apologize. You're allowed to spend it. <laughs> Hell, I'd. I would want people to know we got. We got big money boosters out here to help. Mm. But this wasn't what anybody signed up for. Mm. All right, what do you want to ask me? You mentioned mesh scheme. Yep. I think you mentioned a couple spread schemes. Yep. Um, the flag football team is back in session. Mm-hmm. Or the Texans, correct? That's us. Uh, game one, score. Well, Sam, my son, who's very good at math, uh, informed me uh, at one point. Daddy, it's it's forty two to six. Yep, it is, son. I think we're gonna lose. No, no, we're gonna lose. 
There's only a couple more possessions left. Uh, it uh, it was it was grim. Okay. Uh, we 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 came face to face with a monster, uh, juggernaut in the flag football world. Mm. I just want to say to anybody in the Bethesda area, if your Saturday mornings include a game against the Raiders, buckle up. All right. They got scheme. Mm. They've got some youngsters that know the plays, which also means they have plays. Our group, we're mostly in the go out and get open space because we're six. Okay. <laughs> and, um, you know, not rank six, six years old. It's six. <laughs> and occasionally somebody will get open. Uh, yeah. Now, now, uh, the, the dad who's coaching needs to put the ball in the money and then the, the, the catch needs to be made. And that's, there's a lot involved in that equation. Mm. Let me just tell you about the Raiders. <laughs> Ball's on time. Man's wide open. Catch is made. Play the fight song. Repeat. Okay. <laughs> and I mean, it was, it was, it was great because I'm thinking my, my guy is very, very aware of the score and he's mm. very results oriented. We haven't taught him about process yet. <laughs> he just wants to win. And I'm like, wow, he's really going to, he's really mm. going to be down in the, nah, man, we went to Chipotle. We got some, <laughs> we got some lunch and he said he had a lot of fun. And then I screamed at him. He said, you, fun. you guys got beat 42 to six. You better straighten up. You better run your plays. What's your assignment? I didn't say that. I just said, that's awesome, son. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Um, I have to hope that the Raiders are the ceiling. Okay. Cause okay. if they're not, mm. then the Texans, have ne we really need to get some play cards stat. Mm. The problem is I don't know if we're a capable unit in terms of playing assignment football. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know that. We can get anyone running. Everyone wants to go deep. Yeah. I mean, but and then again, the pass being on time and the catch being made, this is you're asking a great deal of, of the Texans, not of the Raiders. <laughs> Raiders, there we are. We've, we're buttoned up. All right. Well, the bar has been set. Let's just, right? The bar has I, been set. I, again, I think, I think now I looked are, around and I didn't, I, I didn't see other teams that looked like Alabama. Everyone else looked like maybe they were just kind of in the runaround and see what happens place as well. Are are you are you Iowa bad on offense or you just haven't gotten the ball in the right guy's hands? Um I'm not ready to 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 cast aspersions and label anyone, you know, Ferentz. There's been no nepotism here. Um there's been okay. no there's been no uprising within the fan base. I mean, we're Again, you got to put in some work here. That's all. We're six. Uh, I think we've got a couple of difference makers. Okay. There we go. And and I mean, what we'll figure out is who's interested and and capable of remembering where to go. Like and and we'll try to get some people out in space. Yeah, we got to like. Can we do like a little nil? Maybe to recruit. No. I I'd love to to try. I mean, we'll bring we'll bring the guys to Chipotle. We'll bring you. 
Who wants ki- a kid's case? Who wants smash meal? burritos? Let's go. Fine. I'll run it we'll, down and out. There's a lot of stuff on the way home. We'll take you. Um, mostly, mostly, I just think we need some visuals. We need some play cards where we see everyone that see everyone that does this. You do that, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna run a little fake. You're gonna we're gonna fake it to you and see the fake. That's that mesh scheme, and mm-hmm. that's where you get everybody to jump up, and then you just have seven or eight options deep. There we go. Um, Let me establish the run. You're only allowed one run per, per first down line. We'll make it good. good. Uh, exactly. We'll make. We'll get a little sleight of hand, and we'll get the we'll get the secret weapon involved. My guy Cooper. There we go. He's a difference maker. All um, right. Okay, but again, Bethesda kid ball. Hey, look at Oregon. Look at Oregon week one, and now look at them. We we got beat like Oregon, uh, and I just want to tell everyone out there the Raiders are Georgia. So. Change your name to the Ducks. There you go. Act, act accordingly. <laughs> Be buttoned up. Play assignment football because they're gonna. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Before we go, shout out to the Philadelphia Phillies fans. I know this is hard for you because you're a Mets fan. Mm-hmm. But can you take your Mets fandom and put it to the side and just admit that watching the games in the bank and watching those people and the bloodlust as they see their team win three in a row to knock off the Phillies and go to the World Series is really cool to see. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it it, it really is. You know, I mean, there's one thing I have. It's NL East Pride, the best division in baseball. Like that, and it's it's just great to see every team in the NL East go to the World Series and win. Besides the Mets, so that's. That's what's fun about it. You know, you just you, every year you just see another team from the division go to the World Series. It's like, wow, how do they how do they not get here? But I will say this. OK, and this is what's awesome about baseball. And that's why you you always have a chance is Shami pointed out top five, top five payroll in the sport, the Phillies. But like th- they should be here. You know, like right. the, this isn't so underdog, the underdog thing. No, I, yeah. I, I can't buy that. And I get it. You want to play the Rocky theme and and everybody get, goes crazy at the game. I, I Listen, whatever you got to do to get invested, you go ahead and do it. But you look at that lineup up and down. They're superstars. There's all stars in there. And you look at the pitching staff and the best thing they did was figure out what they, you know, what to do with the bullpen. Back into the bullpen. And those guys sure. have been phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, and no, no. No lead has is, is been too much for them. I mean, they come back from every freaking deficit there is. And uh, it's 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 really cool to see. Uh, knowing a bunch of passionate Philly people, I am happy for them because it's, they're not always in the best of spirits, and, and now they are. Really, um, really bad. <laughs> really bad. We've been really bad, but now we're really good. Going down to Wawa, get us. <laughs> The problem is the most fun word to say in a Philly accent. I can't because they'll beat me. But mm. anyway, um, they're playing a they're playing a team that hasn't lost. I do find this interesting. Houston's the favorite. They ought to be. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't lost yet. But is it's it's really interesting how often teams who have been in cast in the role the Phillies are in with the fewest wins, last to get in. Atlanta was in this case place last year. The Nationals were not in an un, when are not we're in a somewhat similar spot when they won. How often those teams win? 
And it has to do with the vagaries of baseball. We understand that you're different every day based on who your starter is. So it's not the NBA. It's not the NFL. It's not the NHL. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the most coin flip of all these, of all these sports. Houston should feel great. They haven't lost and they're the favorite, but the Phillies have every reason to look at history and say like eight of the last 12 teams in, in their role have one world series and no team that arrived in the wild card era unbeaten has won. It's only a couple, but they didn't win. Mm. So it, I don't know. Also, Scott told the story of betting on the, the A's against the Reds, and I'll never have a favorite again in my life in baseball. So get to the window on the Phillies. See what happens. I Yeah, I, I highly recommend uh, taking the Phillies for a series. I do find it interesting because I want to say, you know, obviously the Phillies were the last team in. Uh-huh. I think they clinched in Houston. They ended the season in Houston and won on Monday, October 3rd, and then they lost on the 4th and lost on the 5th. So that's uh, I like that even better, knowing that they, they got a taste of it late in the year. All right. And uh, we'll see. Yeah, I, just, it's, I, just, I just really enjoy And look, Petco was off the rails beating the Dodgers. Mm. That was fun as well. I just some that about, guy some, made that song and it was awful. Yeah, I think it's his fault. Was that real? I don't know. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. believe anything on the internet. It's like I'm like you with dinosaurs. I just. I assume everybody is. We're living in a simulation. It's everyone's. The t- internet is your brontosaurus. Yes, it's like all. It's all TikTok stuff. I, nothing's real. I don't know. People are influencers. What the f- does that mean? What? I am an influencer. Oh, cool. What do you what do you do? I make terrible raps about the fill about the Padres. Did you okay? So what does that mean? You get to eat at Del Taco for free? Mm. Is, is that a good that's a is that's a regional reference, right? Is that a San Diego place? Yeah. California. Right. In and out. I could have said any I could have said mm-hmm. any California. I'm thinking I wanted to be regional, California. In Got and it. out. What are the other ones? Jack in the box? Carl's Oh, Jr. Yeah. What's yep. the best? Rank them. Come on. There's one. When you were in one. Vegas, what when you're in Vegas, what'd you do? Immediately. Immediately car to in and out. Triple? Three by three, baby. No lettuce. You don't want anything sliding off. It's the best thing in the world. Veteran move. So, so good. Okay. So there you go. You have your order when you get to uh in and out. The fact that we don't have those in the East Coast is so upsetting to me. Mm. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm in. A, I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. We're going to work on some plays for the Texans for Saturday. Yeah, we need need some oak tag guards. We need a GA. We need so much. It's, we need so much help. Um, that's it. Anything else on the way up? Taylor Swift, new album. I don't know anything about it. I just know no. that one song. I just I, I, I made its reference just as a goof. I said, I'm the problem. It's me. And then all the Swifties were like, wait, are you a Swifty? And I'm like, I don't know. What's the answer? If I am sure. I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to say the wrong thing. You know what right. I mean? I don't want people mad at me. I just know that no. song's kind of interesting. OK, she's the problem. She, mm. That's what she said anyway. So I'm just saying when somebody does something really good, I'll say I'm the problem. It's me because that's I'm, I got cultural cachet. I'm hip. <laughs> Look like somebody's peepaw. All right, y'all. Um, oh, we got, we got a trade. We got a trade. What happened? Jets got James Robinson from the Jags. Ooh. Mm. 
that helps because I have him and ETN's clearly the guy now. Feels like you're about to just start arising in the standings in fantasy. Well, that's why that's why our team names keep your poise because see what happens is people lose their poise. You got to keep it. And we are going to keep our poise. We're just going to see where things go. That sounds, that, sounds, that sounds like a pregame speech for the Texans next game. Yeah, and when I look up and the two twins have, have just left because they're not interested, <laughs> we, do, we don't. I don't feel like we have command of the group. <laughs> I need some social media influencers. I need some TikTok people to help give us something to keep our guys on point. No, you don't. We need something. We're going to watch Monday Night Football and go do a show. Hope everybody has a great week. And um, we'll be back at it. See you soon.